Welcome to Around the Outside, an IndyCar podcast with your hosts, Chris and Ryan. Episode 11. We are back. Getting this recorded a week after our last episode. Um, a lot of stuff to talk about this week. This is a pretty long episode for us. Yeah, we're going to start off talking about Laguna Seca, obviously. Um, you got the championship weekend coming of course. up. We've been, uh, we've been away from IndyCar racing for about three weeks now, it's which been is, too long. is too long. So Having withdrawals. We'll talk about Laguna Seca, a little history on Laguna Seca. We'll, we'll do championship, and then we'll do our predictions. Yes. Right. Uh, the second segment you're going to listen to is is, a, is actually an idea that you came up with. Very true. Um, and why don't you tell everybody what we're yeah, going to do. Yeah, we uh, sitting in bed thinking, you know, I needed another idea. Came up with the idea of each of us picking five companies that we would like to see come into IndyCar and sponsor a team or slash car um, based on money and uh, just a sponsor we'd cool like to see on the car. Cool car. Like so, and it had to be practical. Like we couldn't, you, you can't well, bring tobacco money back in and yeah. you can't bring that stuff. So that was our second segment. So that was pretty cool. We, we each came up with five and yep. I think we had one of the same and that was it. Yeah. So, um, then the final segment is actually a two parter. It's a two, two segment part. Um, is basically news and rumors. And so we're going to get into, you know, everything that, that we've heard, that we've read. Talk about Takuma a little bit. You know, talk about, you know, who's who may go where. Obviously, we're going to talk about McLaren a little bit. And then we get into talking about McLaren or uh, the arrow screen. And we talk about the arrow screen. We lead this whole segment off, though, the news and rumors with uh, with we talk about a video that was put out by the Retro Rebel and how she went and interviewed a bunch of people, starting with Alex Zanardi. Um, again, I don't know how old this is, I, you know, but I just came across it on Twitter right. and about how Alex Zanardi would like to race the Indianapolis 500. Yeah. And then she interviews several people in, in the paddock. Yeah. And, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll hear us talk about You'll it. hear us talk about that. So it's pretty cool. So um, that is episode 11. Yeah, thanks so, for clicking on and listening, for sure. Really appreciate you guys' support um, and listening. So. Follow us on Twitter at around underscore outside. Uh, hit us up on there. Give us some more follows on there. We really appreciate you listening. Absolutely. Go on Apple Podcasts. Uh, give us a like. Uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a review. And give us a rating and review. We'd appreciate that, too. That so, we would. That uh, we would. Once again, uh, this is episode 11 of Around the Outside. We hope you enjoy it, and we'll see you down the road. Here we go. Finally, race week. Finally. Man, it seems like we've been gone for too long. I mean, not us personally. I mean, we dropped one of these last week, but um, IndyCar itself uh, been off for this will be, while. you know, three weeks now. Yeah. This will be the third week, so we're racing on the third week. Yes, I guess, sir. I think. Way too long, in my opinion. Need to not have this long a break uh, going uh, you into got, your finale. You got to put a race in here. But anyways, we're off to Laguna Seca. First um, time since 2004. Right. Laguna Seca. Um, you know what Laguna Seca means? That's a good question. It means dry lake. For all you trivia buffs out there. Dry lake. Dry lake is what Laguna Seca means. So a lake with no water. 
essentially. It's a dry <laughs> lake. Yes. <laughs> is there such a thing? That's so, a good question. Uh, evidently there is, and it's called Laguna Seca. So, Very true. 2.238 miles, 11 turns, the famous corkscrew. I can't wait to see the cars. Uh, that is turns 8 and 8A. Yep. Uh, you climb the hill up to the corkscrew. Back down the hill. Tight left-hander, right-hander down the hill. Back down the hill. Uh, if you're an IndyCar fanatic like we are, you've you've no doubt heard of The Pass. The Pass, yes. Um, Zanardi overtaking uh, Brian Herta. Mm-hmm. If you're a casual fan and of a certain age, you've probably heard of The Pass. Uh, Correct. So... Um, I don't know about the, the race. I don't know how it, it's going to race. I'm glad we're going back to Laguna Seca. Um, I think it's going to be a very strong track position race. Yes, I you're think going, You're going to have to qualify up front if you want a chance. Qualifying is going to be very important. Um, I'm not opposed to going – I'm opposed to – the finale being on a road course. Yeah, it's got to be oval. I'm, I, I, I would it. like the finale. And, I don't, you know, again, I mean, I'm not the one sitting in the room trying to make the schedule and Correct. make all the parties happy and make everything work. But I would like the finale to be a gateway. For sure. Yes, um, that'd be awesome. You always get a good crowd for that race. That would be, that would be sick. It'd be awesome. Um, it's always a good race, too. So I'm not opposed to going to to uh, Laguna to see what happens because if you if you read or you listen to drivers when they talk, there's there's not a lot of hope. It's very similar to Indy this year. That there's going to be very much of an exciting race. Now that's what they said about or that's what they said about Barber, and Barber typically puts on some pretty cool races. Yeah, Barber was pretty decent so, race. We'll see what happens. Um, Hopefully, it turns out good. But I definitely think that it's uh, it's going to be a primo on qualifying. Right. Going back in history a little bit with Laguna Seca. I mean, I can remember watching kart race back there back in the day, and uh, I always liked it, man. And, and then when the uh, the Papyrus uh, IndyCar computer game came out, yeah. Um, I remember I loved racing on Laguna Seca. It was yep. really hard to do with a joystick. <laughs> well, it's nice upstairs. I when I have a wheel and project cars too, and well, Laguna Seca is on there. Back in the day, it was it was pretty rough. It's but, a fun track to drive. A uh, lot of winners here. Mears, uh, Bobby Ray Hall's won there four times. Yep, Michael um, Andretti's won there. Paul Tracy, you know, PT's won there. Jill DeFerrin, Brian Herter's won there twice. Yep. Elio, Max Pappas. The last time Indy cars were on this track, um, two-time back-to-back winner, 2003-2004, Patrick Carpentier. Carpentier. You had difficult understanding that I name. said Carpenter at first. Right. That's the American coming right. I said, no, it's uh, Carpentier. So, Carpentier. Um, schedule for the week. Uh, we are recording this and dropping this tonight. Wednesday probably night. it's a Wednesday night. Um, there is a test session tomorrow. And um, it's not on gold. It's not on anything. Just a private test um, session. For but from, basically another practice. From thing. what I get from, you know, listening to uh, um, Marshall Pruitt and R. Miller's mm-hmm. podcast this past 
this past week. Um, they're going to get something like six hours of, of that's good of track time. That's good. So it should be pretty interesting. Uh, Friday hits us, and we go practice session one, practice session two, and then we have pit stop practice. So Saturday comes, and we have uh, practice number three, and then we go right into quals. So quals will be on NBCSN. Per usual. Um, starting at 4.35 Eastern time with group one, round one, and then going on down. And then the race is it's I think on NBC. It, it's on Big Boy NBC, and I think it comes on at 2.30. Which, shout out to Sunday Night Football. You see that? Yes, they the were Indy on car it. got a big push right there. Yes. That was awesome to see. Thank you, NBC. Thank goodness. That's awesome. So, you know, and not and they and they talked about it, right? I mm-hmm. mean, they you know, not they just It wasn't just like a commercial. Right. The game right. announcers talked they, about it. They didn't just show bit. it. And, um and you know, the NASCAR guys are doing a good job. Dale Jr. and Jeff Burton, those guys are doing a good job too. Oh yeah. Um the on NBC their broadcast as talk talking about the IndyCar season. Yeah. So, it's nice to have everybody on the same network. Um, and basically NBC saying you will play nice and you will do this. I mean, that's, that's pretty impressive. So, um, let's talk about the championship real quick. Um, comes down to four people, Joseph, Alexander Rossi, who is down 41 points. Uh, Simon Pagano is down 42 points. And then Dixon is what's Dixon down? 80 something, 90 something. Yeah. It's, uh, He's down there, so um, well, he has to have Joseph finish twenty third in order, and has to win the race in order to win the championship. Dixon's so. eighty five points back, yeah, so he's a long shot. Um, I think as long as Jay New finishes fourth, it's his cha- yeah, it's his championship. No matter to lose, no man. matter what anybody else does, because you're going to have bonus points, right? So right. you get a bonus point for the pole. And you get a bonus and point for leading a lap, and you get bonus lap. points for the most laps led. Yeah. Um, and this is a BS double points. Okay. Yeah, if it wasn't double points, it'd basically be over. This I, I, I won the right, but double points just skews the results. I mean, I just oh, yeah. it's you know so Joseph has worked all season. To to yeah. get the results that he's got wins. and have a, a and have a forty one point lead, and now you're going to tell me yeah, that he has to finish fourth at one race if for some unknown reason he has a Scott Dixon and has a mechanical, it's over. It, he's done. Yeah, it's just BS. It's the double points need to go. If you want to have double points at Indy then have double points in Indy yeah, because it's Indy, Indy, but you should not have double points any any other race during the year. This, no, not this at all. is complete BS, completely and it's agree. something that IndyCar needs to change. Completely so, agree. Um, there's a there's a there's several scenarios that will play out. You know, I mean, Newgarden can finish fifth or sixth as long as, you know, one of the other two doesn't win or if they don't yeah. get a certain amount of bonus points or whatever. Um so the championship's going to, I mean, it's still 41 points. And I think really all Joseph has to do is just do what he's done. Yeah, past couple weeks. All year. Or past couple races. And um, keep his nose clean. 
Um, he's going to be up there. He has to be conservative, but at the same time, he just can't right. pedal around there. He's got to right. has to keep pace. So, which I mean, it's Joseph Newgarden. He's we'll probably see, going to keep pace. We'll see what happens with it. Um, the betting odds on this on this race are. I don't understand how. Um, it's easy money. Well, maybe not easy. It's pro- probably the. I think IndyCar is probably the hardest. Um, the hardest sport to uh, to bet on because I mean, how the hell do you know who's going to win? Especially you know? early because the odds will change after practice and qualifying. I mean starts. that that's really difficult, you know. And you've got. Um, let me pull this up here. See if I can find it. I know that I know Connor Daly is forty to one at the moment. I right, know that. like, like that's not, and he's in, and he's in his Andretti car this week. Like, that's not a bad bet, right? No. So no, here, $10. here I got it. So Rossi. So this is from the Superbook Westgate Las Vegas. They got Rossi at four to one. Okay, that's forty bucks on a ten dollar right. bet. That's forty that bucks plus your ten back, so it's right. you know, so you're that's so you're bad at all. you're cashing in fifty. Willpower is nine to two, right? So think of that as you got to if you're betting ten bucks, right? Yeah, you got to bet two to win nine. So if you just you're basically it's forty five dollars, right? Right. Yeah. So if you bet ten bucks, it's forty five bucks. Then you got Dixon at five to one, New Garden and Pagano both at six to one. Right. Then it jumps up to Ryan Hunter Ray, sixteen to one. Okay. I think for myself, because I'll be going to the casino on Saturday night. Right. Because I've got a, I won when I bet uh, Kevin Harvick to win the Brickyard. Man, right? I I lost. I. I tried my luck on old Matt De Benedetto. Well, he was like a what was he like three hundred to one or something? Or he was seventy. 50. He was seventy five. Right, that had been almost a thousand bucks. I so. know, man. He lost. Um, but Ryan Hunter Ray is sixteen to one. Rosenquist is fourteen to one. Colton Herta is twenty to one. Okay, now think about this. How how good did Colton Herta run at Coda? Pretty damn good. He won the race, right? Yeah. Thanks to a mechanical and a bad yellow timing by willpower, but still, he was still Herta won the race. What Herta do at Portland? Sat on the pole, yeah. right, and was kicking ass until he burnt his rear tires up. Yep. Okay. So what? What my point is? These natural courses. terrain road courses. He's pretty good. Colton Herta has been pretty spectacular on this pretty, year. Pretty good. So at twenty to one. I think I will be placing a bet on Colton Herta. Smart move. Um, I probably will also bet Ryan Hunter Ray. Smart um, move. So, um, you and you keep going further down. Connor Daly is forty to one. Knew it. Um, I think very Max, last person is Max Chilton. He is five hundred to one. Well, that would be sweet. Shit. Right. That would be sweet, but it's never going to happen. Sadly, Marco Andretti. 200 to 1. Get this. Santino Ferrucci. This one is unbelievable. 100 to 1. That's crazy. He's had good races. Right now, he hasn't fared too well on the natural terrain road course. He had a good Portland race until his mechanical failure. Right. I mean, but, right. You know, Graham Rahal, 30 to 1. 
That's not a bad you bet know, either. Takuma's 30 to 1. It's hard to talk right now just because we haven't seen practice or qualifying. Right. So we don't know who's got what pace. So we're going to find out. But, anyways, so let's go with predictions. Let's go with predictions. Um, who's your podium? My podium? Yeah, who's your podium? You go first. Okay. I got to think of more. I'm going to say. Third place, Will Power. Now, I can see Will Power winning the race. So could I. Because he's on a roll. And when Will Power gets on a roll, he's on a roll. That would be three out of the last four races that Will Power would have won. But just for this purpose, I'm going to say Will Power third. I'm going to say Joseph Newgarden comes home in second, which obviously then you already know who my championship winner is. Yeah. Right. Um, but I'm going to say winner of this race Scott Dixon. Okay. Right? I like it. I think Scott Dixon's going to win the race. I think Joseph Newgarden's going to win the championship. And um, then we're off to 2020. And there's mm-hmm. a, we got a lot of stuff to talk about yeah, for do. news and rumors. We because do. there's we don't know what's coming up. And there's a lot of answers. or a lot of, There's a lot of questions that need answered. So hopefully we start getting some of those. I heard somewhere today that we may get um, – we may get an answer on the Colton Herta saga this weekend. Oh, that'd be good. I think that was on uh, um, trackside. I heard that. So give me your podium. My podium, and then I'm going to give you an extra position. Third place, we got Felix Rosenquist. I can see it. I feel like, as you'll see here in a second, I think the Ganassi boys are going to have a good day. I can see him winning, too. Second, Scott Dixon. Yep. First place, I'm going with him. It's his home track. He's really good on these type of race tracks. Alexander. I'm going with Alexander Rossi. I can see him winning it too, and man. Finishing not in fourth, but fifth place and barely losing that on the championship. It's Joseph Newgarden. <laughs> so your winner for the championship is Rossi. I'm just yes. Okay. And I'm saying it because I want to see it happen. Right. I'd like to see Joseph win, but I am a big Rossi fan I now. I know you are. So am I, man. And I just I, – he's worked his ass I'd off be happy, ever since he's been here. I'd, I'd be, be happy winning. with Joseph winning. I'd be happy with Alexander winning. I'd be happy with Dixon winning. I'd be fine with Dixon winning, too. I don't really want Simon to win. No offense, Simon, but he's just not my dude. And, uh, you know, that's about it. So so I've got Dixon winning, a New Garden champion. You've got – Rossi winning, Rossi winning with, Rossi with a Rossi championship. championship. So we'll see. Uh, should be pretty we'll interesting. Um, if you guys have a prediction le- legalized gambling in your state, oh, that, that and, true. and you can go, I mean, hell, even if you bet on four of these, you know, and, and Dixon hits, I mean, you're going to get your money back. Yeah. So, easily. um, and Anyways. if you have predictions yourself, who you think is going to win the championship, who might win the race, just shoot us that on Twitter. Yeah, hit us up. Let us know who you think is going to win. Lance, I know you're out there listening. Yeah. Give us your prediction. Right, yeah. He, he hit us up today or yeah, yesterday or something was today. on Twitter. He hit yeah, us up today. So always listen. We appreciate it. So um, I think that's going to wrap up segment one. Yep. Uh, sure talking will. about Laguna and the championship and, and all that and everything that goes with it. So, um Stay tuned for more Around the Outside and IndyCar Podcast. Thank you.
and welcome back to Around the Outside in IndyCar Podcast. And right here, this is, I came up with this idea last night, sitting in bed thinking about it. We needed another off-the-wall type of idea kind of out there. And I said, hey, why don't we just come up with five companies that we'd like to see sponsor a car, an IndyCar? Because we think it'd be a cool-looking car. Absolutely. So that's what we did. We... I did mine. We both just did our list earlier, and we'll just kind of list them off one by one, talk about why. Um, I will let you start off with the companies. Well, um, these are in no particular order. Same here. Same here. Um, but I tried to. I am saving my best one for last. So I tried to, to pick companies that um, not only would you could have a cool livery on, but come on, man. Sorry. You don't need to squeeze. Okay, so public service announcement, real quick. <laughs> Off track of IndyCar. People that squeeze plastic water bottles. That's how I drink my water. To get the water okay. out and drive me crazy, okay? Well. Uh, it, it's called gravity, <laughs> and it works really well. And, I, and the I one thing that. about gravity is it's a constant. It's always here. It never goes away. So all you have to do is tip a water bottle up and gravity does the work for you. You don't have to squeeze a water bottle. So if you are a water bottle squeezer out there, you drive me crazy. Okay. Anyways, that's my rant for this episode. Gravity. Right. So five companies that we want to see come into IndyCar. Um, basically, my the first one I wrote down was Under Armour. Okay. Right. Um, and, and, and I put, you, you put me on the spot and we, and I did this in like 10 seconds right before we recorded this segment, but Under Armour would be a, a really cool sponsor. One, they're a very well known. They've got a lot of money. They, they could, they could spend money on activation, right. At, at right. the track. Um, they, they could have a million different liveries if they wanted to. Uh-huh. Um, plus they could come out and they, I mean, they make every other type of shoe. Like, why don't they make a racing shoe? Why don't they make a racing uniform? Yeah, that'd be cool. Right? Um, gloves, you know, fireproof underwear. Just think of the right. possibility. So Under Armour, think of the possibilities Very true. that you could do for getting involved in IndyCar. Um, I think that would be awesome. I like that. Okay. You want me to give you all mine or you want I'll yours? Go. We'll go back okay, and forth. Back. Uh, my first company I wrote down was Apple. Mm. I think Apple could make some really cool cars. You Ooh. see some really cool chrome designs, some uh, slick designs, I think. Mucho dinero. Yes, and whoever got an Apple sponsor would have a lot of money. Yes. Um, I just think it would be a cool-looking car. I use that. I've had right. iPhones forever. I have, we're recording yeah. on my Mac computer right, right. now. Yeah. Yeah. Apple would be sweet. I love Apple. Apple would be cool. They could do different car colors and stuff. I think it'd be a cool car. Yeah. So my first one was Apple. All right. So again, I, I, I kind of looked at this as who could, what would be a cool sponsor and what they bring to the table to the series. Right. So, and if this company would ever come into any car, this would like, if you wanted me to, to rate these one through five, like from highest to lowest, yeah. this would absolutely be my number one. Okay. And again, we're just picking these companies out where I don't want to really hear any feedback about how 
so-and-so out here in Twitter universe doesn't like this company because, you know, they're slave drivers back, in, you know, in Mexico or whatever they're doing and paying kids five cents an hour, whatever the case may be. I, I, that's not what we're, that's not what we're about. Right. Right. We're not getting into any, any political stuff here. It's just this, who we think we would think it'd be a cool car, would be a cool car and what they could do for the series. Right. My, <laughs> My number one company. I think I know your company. Disney. I don't, I don't think Disney has slaves. Disney, right? Um, think of the possibilities because think of all the companies that Disney owns. Yeah. Right? And think of now, I know they own ABC and they own ESPN, which kind of did us, you know, didn't do us any favors when we had them as a TV right. partner. But, um, Man, they could have some cool cars, man. That right? Could. They could have some cool cars. I mean, think about think how badass a Mickey Mouse Indy car would look. I mean, that thing would be sick, right? right. Snow White and the seven dwarfs, seven dwarfs down the side pod, right? I mean, can you just imagine this stuff? When they're coming out their movies, you know, they have a special rap like Frozen Two's coming. Star Wars. Right. Yeah, cool How about car. having like a Darth Vader Avengers car? Indy car. I mean, just think of the no. possibilities here. Plus the money, right? Okay. They're have a lot of money. I mean, unbelievable. Star Wars will make them a billion dollars alive. Right. Think of the activation they could do at every track. Yep. And um think of the advertising that IndyCar would get at the parks. Oh yeah. That would be sweet. So my next company is Disney. Well, I don't really need to say much for my next company then, because the next company I wrote down was Disney. Mm. Um, basically for the same exact reasons you wrote it down. Right. Plus, I'd really like to see a Lightning McQueen car, personally. Oh, wouldn't that be sick? A Lightning McQueen Indy car. That'd man. be cool. That would be cool. So, I had Disney written down. All right. So, my number three, or my third one that I wrote down, was none other than Walmart. Wally World. The Wally World. Again, um, you're not going to get, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could get cool liveries out of this. I mean, it's pretty bland, pretty standard, the Walmart car, right? Maybe some yellow. But again, I look at this from a money standpoint and what they bring to the table for the series. Um, They are the number one money-making company in the world, correct? According to... Didn't you look that up? Yes. Walmart. They have the most revenue. They have the most revenue. Well, how about we spend some of that revenue on IndyCar? Correct. And on a team. Okay. Revenue is before profit. Now, you know, you could have some pretty sick liveries. That you could. Right? Uh, The basic Walmart. You could have a people of Walmart. The neighborhood Walmart. The new green Walmart they make. So, you know, think of that, you know, Walmart pharmacies, think of all the pictures you could have, you know, the people of Walmart after hours at Walmart, after midnight at Walmart livery car would be unbelievable. (laughs) Be spectacular. So number three for me, Walmart. Number three for me. This is probably my last company that brings a lot of money. Uh, I had Nike written down. Yeah, I can't do it. Can't do Nike. Why? You Under Armour guy? Yeah, we're not. Well, I'm an Under Armour guy, but in a, we're not, I don't really want to get into it. But, you know, not, that's not what we're about. But I can't. I don't really support Nike anymore. Can't do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I feel like shit now. Right. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. Well, I guess it'd just be a cool looking car. Yeah. Have just do it written on it. Yeah. Plus it these, they, they sponsor the NFL. Yeah, great. Couldn't do Nike. All right. I would not want to see Nike. Plan B, Nike's X-Nade. Yeah. I'm going to go with. Adidas would be cool. I'll go with Adidas. Adidas would be cool. We'll go with Adidas, the three-stripe life. The street. Forget I even said Nike. Yes. We'll go with the street. Oh, man, if you want to be your own dude, man, if you want Nike. No, it's okay. You know. um, All right, fourth one for me, Coca-Cola. That'd be a cool car. Coca-Cola, right? That'd be hard. Um, that'd be hard to do at the track now. They just uh, well that well that is true. Well it could be a rivalry, see? Oh so it could be, be a rivalry. Because the track just switched to Mount or Pepsi products. Right. Um, Mountain Bull, they have Mountain Dew now. But um they uh they, they as a matter of fact, they just came back out with like a throwback livery on some Porsches or something I saw yeah. online. The Coca-Cola livery, the the old school white and red or the red car with the white. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's classic. Yeah. It just, it looks good. Um, they obviously have mucho dinero also. Very much. Um, like you said, I mean, the track just took on Pepsi. Um, but you look at it too, they can do more than just a Coca-Cola car. You could do a, what other drinks do they own? They uh, own Powerade, yeah. right? I think, I think Coke owns Powerade. They own Powerade. They're Dr. Pepper, I think. Mm-hmm. I think. But all the other drinks they have. Right. So who's your fourth? My fourth. This is where I get just personal likings. There is a certain gas station chain down in the south that I like. Oh, the Wawa. The Wawa. Wawa. Walk in there. You can get a little sub sandwich. They have great sandwiches. You got to get a sandwich. The Wawa has okay. great sandwiches. And that's why I picked them. I like their sandwiches. <laughs> I don't know about. I don't know what their liveries would be like. It, well, their symbol is like a bird, and it's like red, gold, and white. Yeah. So I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> the Wawa. I it just came to my mind, and I uh, picked Wawa. Number five for me is Miller Lite. Okay. Right. So it's going to be what Anheuser Busch or whoever owns Miller Lite, Miller Brewing Company, whatever. Um. So the possibilities are endless on liveries. You know, you could. I remember Bobby Ray Hall's Miller Lite cars were always sick. I just, mm-hmm. you know, um, you could have Miller Lite. You could have the Champagne of Beers, Miller High Life. Yep. Right. You could have an endless amount of different kinds of liveries. Uh huh. Very true. And again, mucho dinero. Yes. They could bring a lot of money to the team that they're sponsoring into the series, and they'd have great activation. So those are my five. My last one is my favorite one. This man had played in the NFL. He has sponsored an IndyCar before, actually. He now owns his own small business here in Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm going with Pat McAfee Incorporated. The boomstick. Yes. It'd be a cool car. It'd be a very American car. Red, white, and blue. And Pat McAfee's just my dude. Yeah, I don't know if he wants to write that $8 million check. No, he does not. 
Um, you know he what? rode at what? I don't know what he spent on Connor's car. Probably 100, mil, probably 125 mil, grand, probably, two, 200 probably. grand, something like that. Um, Didn't work out for him? Well, I mean. He, he crashed out of that race. They didn't win the race, but um, that was a pretty epic press conference. Yes, it was. When he announced his And it was a pretty epic car. So, the Shirts, shirts for, for America. America. Yeah. This would be the Pat McAfee Incorporated car. It'd just be a cool looking car. Yeah, it would be. And you could have a big boomstick written on the rear wing. Yeah, then you right. could get some of their shirts on there. That would be sweet. Just think, like, you could have his right leg coming down the nose of the car. Yeah. And with his foot right at the, yeah. the tip of the nose, like the boomstick, you know, like he's punting the car. Yep. And then he, he'd have to be on Connor's car, right? Since the, oh, he'd since have to sponsor Connor. Right? And then Connor could be like Paul Tracy. You just start giving people what Paul Tracy called the chrome horn. Chrome horn. Well, they give them the boomstick. Give them the boomstick, <laughs> yeah. right? Connor That's just pretty good. Connor just give people the boomstick. I like that. So, um, but those are five companies that we would like to see. Actually, there's ten with five apiece. Yeah. Then we had one. Disney. Disney the same. Um, so once again, uh, if you got time, if you care, if, if you want to shoot us something on Twitter, go for it. Let us know who you'd like to see company wise. Um, again, try to keep it realistic. I mean, I could have said Marlboro, you know, yeah, because I'd like to see the Marlboro colors back in. Yep. Plus I'd like to see big tobacco money come back in. Um, you know, so we can't go marble, can't go cool. We could be seeing electronic you know, stuff. You know, well, they kind of were on uh, Fernando's. That was Fernando's main sponsor this at, year uh, at Indy. And they, was, I think, those companies bring boy, they took very good money. Woo. So yeah, they did. Um, so, anyways, that's our five. That's our outside the box segment. Um, yep. We will be right back. So stay tuned for more around the outside and IndyCar podcast. Welcome back to Around the Outside and IndyCar Podcast. Our final segment of the episode. Could be our longest one here um, for, for this episode that we're going to do. Lots to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about news and rumors in this, in this episode. Um, but I want to talk about first, um, I came across something on Twitter. And I don't know how recent it was or how new it is. Um, but I, I want to say she's gone to a lot of the races this year and talked to people. I think, it, at least I think it was this year. I mean, yeah. I could be completely mistaken, but there's a video put out on Twitter by the Retro Rebel, and that is at underscore retro underscore rebel underscore. And it's a girl um, who goes around and she interviews. A bunch of yeah. IndyCar guys. Yeah. Okay. Really cool stuff. She talks about Alex Zanardi. The whole video is about Alex Zanardi. The Alex first thing you see Zanardi. in the the first thing you see in the video is Alex Zanardi. She's interviewing Alex Zanardi. Yeah. Um, and she ba- kind of just point blank asked the asked the guy, "Would you like to race at Indianapolis?" Oh yeah. And he he says the answer is yes. And then from that point on in the video, it kind of moves on to different people uh-huh. in IndyCar. Um, she talks to Scott Dixon. Dixon talks about, you know, how one of mega stars and already uh-huh. was and still is to he this still day. Races to this day. Um, 
talks to Dario. Uh, you know, obviously Dario and Zanardi are tight. Yeah. You know, uh, obviously Tony Kanan and Zanardi uh -huh. are tight. Um, but a couple of the interesting things in this video is she talks to Bobby Rahal, right? Uh -huh. um, Bobby Rahal basically says he'd provide Alex Zanardi a car at the Indianapolis 500. Yeah. Should he want That's it? That's insane. Um, she talks to Chip Ganassi about Alex Zanardi. And he, Chip Ganassi, f point blank, flat out says, if Alex Zanardi wants to run at the Indianapolis 500, he knows all he has to do is ask me. And he's uh -huh. got a car. I think this would be... That would be insane. Badass That'd be awesome to have Alex Zanardi... Running that run in the Indianapolis 500, right? Now, obviously, they you know, because you'd have to use hand controls yes. and they'd have to figure all that out. Um, you know, they got it figured out when he ran uh, the BMW yeah. at Daytona. I'm um, sure they could figure it out. In Indy oh, I'm sure they Surely. could too, right? I'm sure they could too. Um, they did, I mean, plus, they did the Wickens car too, and, you know, Wickens and you know, and Sam's run that Corvette. So, I'm, I'm so sure I'm the technology is sure there. And a, a company even like Arrow, I'm sure, would be more than happy to jump on top of this yeah. and supply the technology. Um, I'm sure someone would seen Alex Zanardi get his shot, and I mean, I think Zanardi's 50. Yeah, he's, 51, he's something like that. He's 52, there. maybe. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that he could still do it. Oh, yeah. So, sure. um, you know, like like I said, I don't know when all this was taped. I just came across it on Twitter. It was, um, yeah, I saw it this and week. I, and I started looking at it, and I thought, holy cow, man. This is a uh, – That would be insane. Right. Th this would be awesome, man, to um, – to, to make this happen or to see this get happen. You'd have a pretty crazy IndyCar uh, 500 field that year because I'm assuming could you, if Zanardi came, you'd have, you'd probably have Fernando come back. There's always rumors of. Right. And there's Bush people on here, in. man. There's people on here responding to it. I responded to her and said, Hey, great job. And you know, you, um, this would be awesome. And the, the, this guy's on here. Um, Offering up his one of his kidneys <laughs> to see Zanardi Zanardi run into five hundred. That'd be awesome, so, man. That'd be so cool yeah, to see. That would be awesome. So, but I, I just wanted to I wanted to start out this segment. I didn't know where to fit that in. Um, I, it wasn't enough to talk about for like its own segment. Um, I didn't think, but I wanted to fit it in somewhere. And uh, like right. I said, it's the Retro Rebel on Twitter. Um, I'm sure if you just search that. And you can find this this video. Um, this girl does an awesome job yeah. uh, in the, in all well, the sure. interviews. Completely and, uh, agree with you. Think it's pretty cool, um, and I'd really love to see it happen. So, moving on, news and rumors. What do we have to talk about? You tell me. I'm asking you. You got the <laughs> you got the list in front uh, of you. Well, well, what's new on the McLaren front? I'm asking you, man. I don't know. What is new on the McLaren front? I don't know. <laughs> I've been busy with school, dog. Oh, you got to help perform me. All right, so I got to do this whole segment by myself. I'm, I'm, no, you just read the story, and I'll so, tell you what I think about it. McLaren. And, again, we're going to give all props to 
people like Marshall Pruitt, Robin Miller, you know, we obviously listen to their podcasts, yep. read their stories on racer, um, you know, uh, listen to, um, Trackside, you know, with Kurt Cavan and Kevin Lee, you know, mm-hmm. and we just do basic reading, you know, I yeah. mean, we, you know, we read the articles that come out and, um, and we, and we go from there. So, I mean, we're not, we're not groundbreaking any news here. So, um, just reporting on the yeah. already reported. So McLaren is interesting. Okay. Okay. Because they came out a while back and they said 100%. Um, James Hinchcliffe will be running for Team McLaren next year in a Chevy. Said it's done deal. Okay, he's with the team. I think I heard. I have heard a little bit about this. Right. You listen to R. Miller. Yes. And he talked about it at the last race. And um, Marshall Pruitt. That's not talk about this. It's not so sure. R. Miller's betting steak dinners with other race car drivers that Hinch is not in that seat, right? right? So he talks about in his in their podcast how this race this other race car driver came up to him and said, "Hey, you know, normally you're spot on on your stuff, blah 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 blah, but I'm telling you, you're dead wrong on this James Hinchcliffe stuff. He is going to be racing an Arab." And Robin said his reply was, "Well, okay, you want to bet a steak dinner on it." <laughs> You know, so they bet a steak dinner. Now he didn't divulge who, who that yeah. race car driver was, but um, yeah, so he, he I, does I mean, seem pretty confident and, that he's and, not you know, in that car. Owners and drivers, and, and you know, he Robin called it. They you know they love to lie to your face, yeah, right for sure. And um, you know, and part of it is they have to until they get everything is finalized and right. buttoned up, and, and and you know, everything's right in their world. But I, you know. I, I don't know if if Hinch is not in that seat. That's that's two. That's two open seats. That's two right open there. seats. Yeah. With McLaren, if he is in it, then you got one. And who fills that? Well, Connor Daly. Is it Connor Daly? Honestly, right. at this point, Robin I've- seems to think maybe it is Connor Daly. And then when they were talking, Marshall said, "Well, you know, I heard another name creep into this to the situation here." He wouldn't again. He wouldn't say who it was. Actually, you I know. saw a thing today about Felipe Nazar having full go on. A, yeah, running, making a run out of IndyCar team this year. Well, but they as he has to fit that in between. The the team that he's running for gave him permission to run IndyCar races. As long as they don't conflict okay. with, I'm with you, IMSA, right? With the with, the, with the, the whatever series he's running in. So, um, which you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't really care about him. I I, I want Connor Daly. Well, yeah, I was just you know, I would love to see Connor Daly get like a two or three year deal. Oh yeah, of course. For McLaren and run with McLaren. Um, so there's the news news front on McLaren again. There's news on McLaren. And the news is that we don't know what the news is. Very true. So that's how it's been for the past months. Jeez, man, I'm telling you. So who knows what's going to go down with this? Um, came out uh, an article came out by Marshall Pruitt talking about uh, Takuma Sato. I did see this. He is back at uh, Ray Hall next year. Yep, for their third year coming back yeah, with him. Third year with Ray Hall. Um, 
So that's done. They talked about uh, their engineer. Um, his engineer was coming back also. Okay, that's good um, for Tacoma. And they also talked about in the article about that they're still working on putting together the third car. Right. So I don't know where we stand with that. but No. Um, Who knows? Haven't really heard any movement on that. When lately. it first was reported, it seemed everyone seemed pretty confident about it being the third car, but right. no one's really sure now. So, and then everybody was pretty confident that was going to be Hinchcliffe. Yeah, and this isn't the first year Rayhaus talked about a third car, but so, it hasn't happened. So we'll see. I'd, I'd like to see it happen. Yeah. Um, that takes us to Marcus Erickson. Erickson. Okay. Right. He's obviously not coming back with McLaren. No. Okay. Um, but he brings budget. That he does. Okay. And I'd like to see him come back. I like Marcus Harrison. So he's got budget. He's got money. So you've got to th- – and he wants to be back in IndyCar. Yeah. So you've got to think somebody is going to take him and his budget. Mm-hmm. Who would that be? You know who would be really smart to take him? Carlin. Carlin, yes. Um, I think even though I'd like to see him in a full-time ride, he'd be a good option for the third Carpenter car at Indy and the road course guy for Carpenter, I think, Yeah, but over I- Ed Jones. I'd rather see him full-time, but, I mean, it's an option. If Ray Hall has a third car and Hinch isn't going to Ray Hall, that could be Erickson. Right. Um, no one knows what's going to happen to Harding Racing. Since well, that that that's a that's a landing spot for him. Yeah. Um, so know. we'll have to see. You know, I mean, there. It's kind of funny. I know we've talked about it before. How at first everyone was talking about if Rossi signed with Andretti, then the silly season would be nothing. There wouldn't be too many changes. Right. And then McLaren came, and then the floodgates just opened. I I think Erickson would be smart to take his money to either Harding or Carlin. Yeah, Um, I agree. You know, Harding hasn't been bad. No, they weren't. I mean, they've they've weren't. They've won a race. They've sat on pole. They've, I mean. They I, weren't too terrible when they were on their own. They yeah. ran pretty well with Gabby Chavez at Oles. Right. They did. They did. So, that's not a bad team, man. They got good people. Yeah, over they there, got good. Right? They, this, it's they, the same crew. They just need money. Yeah. So. I agree. Um, now, this is all with the presumption that Colton Herta is gone yeah. To yeah. the big boy Andretti team in a fifth full time Andretti car. Yep. So we're assuming that that happens. Now, according to Kevin Lee on Trackside uh-huh. this week, he makes a prediction that he thinks we're going to hear something about that this this weekend at, at Laguna Seca. Okay. We're going to hear more about Herta's future. future. Okay. Um, so hopefully that happens. Now, you talked about the part-time Ed Carpenter seat. Correct. Um, from what I'm hearing on these other podcasts is is a very, very 
strong possibility is this Rena's VK. Yep, he tested with him. Um, that wouldn't be bad. So I mean, he's a good driver. I mean, I know every you know I know all these Indy Lights drivers' goal is to get themselves a full time Indy car ride, right? But even okay, so Oliver Askew's probably going to win the championship. He's already won the championship. Right. I think he just has to yeah. show up or something like that, right? He's got it secured. He so won the championship. That gets him race. what three races next year. Guaranteed. Right. One's the five hundred. One's the five hundred. Okay. Rena's VK, there's seventeen races, right? Huh? Ed only does the ovals. That's five. So there's twelve races that, that Rena's VK is gonna win. You could really and you can make that thirteen because of the five hundred. Ed will run him in the five hundred. Yeah, for sure. Right. Just like he did um, Ed, Ed Jones, Jones this year. And he's so, done every other year with whoever that a thirteen race deal for Ed Carpenter is pretty good. Oh yeah. Come as a rookie in Indy Lights. That's a good right really first step into the series. So um, that's going to be interesting to see, you know, who plays out. I, if that happens, what happens to Ed Jones? Is he, just, is he just out? Is his, is his time in IndyCar come and gone? I think it has, man. I don't, he, he had a ride with Ganassi, the, one of the best teams in the series. We've all seen what that 10 car has done in the past. Well, and, and what it's doing now. I and mean, what it's doing this year. There's a big difference from last year to this year with that 10 car. So, I, mean, I, think I don't it's know. The driver. I like Ed Jones. So do I. He's just – I think he kind of lucked into a good ride with Ganassi. He just came in as the Indy Lights champion. Well, he ran with uh, Coin. Uh, it was Coin, yeah. He, right. That's what I'm saying. He had a lucky strategy, good result. I mean, he had a – Damn near won the 500. He was third at the right. 500. No, probably. He had a good race. Probably should have been rookie of the oh, year. Oh, yeah, that was your Fernando. Right. Rookie they of the year. They gave it to Fernando. Uh, at least should have been like co-rookies of the year. Yeah. Um, I felt bad for him there. But that ride, ultimately, because Brendan Hartley took the Toroso ride. Right. Over F1, so. Because um, that was the big rumor that offseason was that Brendan Hartley was coming over to Ganassi, and then that never happened. So Ganassi just kind of had to scramble for somebody, and they picked up Ed Jones. Yeah, that was late. That was a late, that was a late addition. Yeah. So I don't, you know, I don't know, man. Um, it's still like who's running for Carlin? Is who knows? Is uh, uh, Max Chilton coming back with his Gallagher money? Um, does the moving chicane Charlie Kimball end up back there again? Um, he's, had on less, a, he's had less and less money on a limited basis. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know what will happen with that team. You either. know, that's it'll so, be interesting. You know, who's driving for them? Is there? I haven't heard anything on a third Ganassi car. Um, according to Robin, he thinks he's pretty sure that. Uh, Michael Shank is going to go back with Andretti okay. for his technical partnership. That's a lot of cars. That's a lot of cars. Six cars. Um, but there's a good relationship there. Yes, there is. And I think so, that'd be a really good car. Man. Marshall Pruitt said that he had something he was getting ready to drop, but he had to he had to do a couple more things on it for research-wise of a technical alliance 
another technical alliance that's that's going to be oh, formed shoot. within well, he IndyCar? Did, within IndyCar, okay. and he said that we would be shocked when we when we hear it. Like it's going to be like, yeah, I think his exact words were like, "Really, really." The, the, those two are an alliance. So, well, let's let's play a little game right here. Who I, is it? I don't know, man. I'm saying it's Pinsky. I just can't see Pinsky. Just kidding. I don't see Roger doing that. I can't see Pinsky wanting yeah, to, want to who provide is, who that be? technical support for anybody that could possibly beat him. I could see one team who's getting the support. I could see AJ Foyt reaching out to somebody. AJ could reach out. Who would he reach out to? He's a Chevy, so it's got to be if a Chevy team. If it's not Penske, it's got to be Carpenter. I mean, who else? I mean, they're not going to reach out to Carlin. Carlin's in almost the same spot they are. Could it be McLaren? Well, McLaren, Chevy now. Schmidt, Peterson, McLaren. I mean, that's, you know. That is true. They, they're used to being in a technical alliance. What we with, have there now would be. With, with Meyer Shank. Arrow, McLaren, SP, Foyt. Well, no, it just be <laughs> I know. Foyt. You know, I know. With technical I'm just alignment. kidding. I mean, I, I don't, don't know, know you man. Know. I that's tough. I don't know who that could be. You know, hopefully, you know, we get talking about Shank. You know, I mean, I think they're on the verge of announcing that they'll be with Andretti. They're going to be a full time yeah. team. Yeah, with Andretti. Um, I've heard Dragon Speed is shooting for. Um, Ten I races, think yeah, ten races. So they're kind of going the the Michael oh, Shank Michael route, Shank route, which is good for them, All right? So maybe it's Dragon Speed. Maybe Dragon Speed is entering into a an, an alliance with somebody. Somebody. I don't know. I mean, the way That'd Marshall cool. Pruitt talked, to you you're going to look at it and go, "Are you serious?" Maybe Dragon Speed's getting a technical alliance with Pinsky. That would be awesome. Holy cow. <laughs> All of a sudden, they're a guarantee to make the race. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> um, like, I would be – I mean, nothing's impossible, and you no. can never say never, in no. the, especially in this business. But I completely agree with you. I'd be shocked if Penske did a technical alliance. Yeah. I'd be very shocked. Right. Penske's just not really in the business of – No, it's – they're to themselves. I mean, hell, he won't even let Juan Pablo – Run a fifth car. Run, run for anybody else. Oh, well, that too, yeah. At the, the 500, 500, yeah. Because he's afraid he'd beat him. <laughs> oh, he probably could. You put Juan Pablo in a Ganassi car. He's probably, he has a good shot to I win mean, the race. I mean, he's got a pretty damn good shot to win the race. Because he's Juan Pablo Montoya. Yeah, exactly he's right. a beast. Um, I don't know, man. It's it. Uh, I hope that I hope that gets released soon. You got me thinking, man. I know that's crazy. I know they they talked about how they had this big silly season video that they were that they were going to release um, sometime this week, and I haven't seen it. They haven't released. Marshall Pruitt hadn't released it. I was hoping that he would release it before we did this tonight. Yeah, because they were gonna. They talk about in the podcast about how they're on, on this video. They 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 even go into further speculation about. Who they think are going to be in certain in certain seats for 2021? Oh shoot! So this is going to drop tomorrow morning. Which I watch. think I think the early speculation is. I talked about this earlier. Is, is that Pagano yep. somehow ends up with McLaren? McLaren, yep. So you know we'll that see. opens up another seat. That'd be another crazy conversation. Who takes the third Pesky car? So then, does that open it up for Colton Herta? It all depends on contracts. I don't know, man. 
you know, it just. But I do think if in maybe not this year since he won the 500. Uh, but if there is a driver at Penske that's going to get the boot at some point, it's probably Simon Patch now. Well, I mean, I mean, maybe I, not the boot. I don't know. But I mean, the dude won get, the the dude won the 500. I, I'm saying this year, and he's he's in the top three for the championship. Well, I'm going based on – I just think Joseph is – I don't think it's going to be based off performance as much as it's no, going to be based this, off of age. Exactly right. right. And both him and Will – They're older. Are, are, they're not as young as, as Newgard. No. Right. But yeah. I think if you're going to keep one between Will and Simon, I think Roger's keeping Will. Right. Will's been with them since – the only other team he's raced for was the – what, Team Australia – in cart or whatever, what team did he race for? Oh, uh, that was uh, Derek Walker. Derek Walker. Yeah. Okay. Walker Racing. Okay. I don't know why I said Team Australia. Well, because it was him and there was two Australians on. The, okay, well then that's the where team. I got yeah. that from. So I know I got it from somewhere. Um, but he's been with Penske forever. I mean, he's kind of the new. Yeah, no. He's like Elio right now. Is what yeah. Elio was a few years ago, kind of. Right. We can uh, – where are we at time-wise here? About 23 minutes. Left or or in? About in. So, uh, about so why seven we, minutes left. Why don't we take a quick break here because I want to come back and talk about the arrow screen. Sounds good. And then um, there's a lot of news on the arrow screen. So uh, we'll be right back with this segment uh, with Around the Outside. And welcome back as we continue part two. Of news and rumors this week. Deuce. Deuce. All right, here we go. Dose. Duh. Duh. All right. Fight. Where do we leave off? All right, so arrow screen. Arrow screen. We're going to talk about the arrow screen. Squeeb. <laughs> Jeez, can you tell us late? Um, Squeeb. So, IndyCar has finalized uh, its testing plan for the Red Bull... Advanced Technologies Aero Screen. Screen. I keep saying that. <laughs> Say that ten times really quick. Aero Screen. Aero Screen. Aero Screen. Um, aero Screen. The first one, which I think we're going to dispatch you out to, you need to go to this. Right. Okay. Here we go. Is October second. Around the outside on the job. On the job, live and in person. And you need to get some secret squirrel video of this. I can do that. October 2nd, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, okay. the two-and-a-half-mile world-famous oval. Yes. We'll be uh, testing the aero screen is Scott Dixon. Scotty D. And Will Power. And Willie P. So, Chip Ganassi Racing and Team Penske. Okay. Okay. So, did, this, that'll be really everyone's first look. and Right. How and see how what it looks like with right. the cars. Yeah. That'd be cool. What, I'm, I'm what guessing. Time, what time does that take place? It doesn't say. But but what day is it? October second. Okay. Okay. I'll put that on my calendar for you. I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of people on the mound inside. It's turn a Wednesday. Two. That's in two weeks from today. Okay. That's my guess. Um. I'll be out there. We then move on to October seventh. And we go to Barber Motorsports Park. That one I will not be attending. Well, that'd be cool though. Yes, it would. Um, where once again another Penske driver, Simon Pagano, will be on track testing with another 
I'm sorry, the first Andretti Autosport driver, Ryan Hunter Ray. Okay. Um, and then it uh, concludes testing at, um, I believe, Richmond. Huh. And that is um, Scott Dixon, again, and either an Andretti or Penske driver. Okay. So, the only three teams that get represented <laughs> are the three main teams. Are the three fun. big teams, right? That's the big three. Funny. So, reading this article on Racer, right? Um, by our, uh, I say good friend. He don't even know us, but uh, I consider him a good friend. One of our favorite. One of our favorite dudes. Yes, Marshall Pruitt. Uh, this is where I'm getting this info from on, on racer. So all credit to Marshall. Um, evidently there's some teams that are kind of pissed off. I would be too. If because the other teams. if you've been listening to, uh, news or you've been reading, you know, in the past, I don't know, four or five months, um, these guys set up books are going to be thrown the out the window. window. Because Gonzo. you've got fifty pounds. This thing weighs fifty pounds. The halo. Yeah. It's it's a halo with a screen in front of it that they just call the arrow screen, right? Um, it's permanently attached to the tub, right? Yeah. Like the one they've been testing was kind of like a bolt-on thing. Yeah. Um, this is permanently attached to the tub. Um but it's fifty pounds. Okay. That may not seem like a lot, but that adds a pretty significant amount of downforce. And when you you get um and weight to the car. And it's for it's it, it, it's a forward location for the weight. Yeah, so it's going right? to add weight to based the on the, the based on the tr- on the uh, the chassis, right? Yes. It's it's more Correct. towards it's going to put more weight towards the front of the Correct. chassis. So, um It'll be interesting to see. The tires are going to be, Firestone's going to have to be involved with this, yeah, you know. For sure. So they interviewed uh, Jay Fry about how did you come up with who's going to test. Uh-huh. And Jay Fry basically said um, it, it basically came down to who's leading in the points towards the end of the year. And that that's, makes sense. You know, uh, Penske and Andretti. And uh, then Scott Dixon is Scott Dixon is well, he's Scott Dixon, but he's been the one guy. He started this whole thing. Yes. Yeah. So he started the on-track testing. He's the only guy that's been in the, the simulator uh-huh. with the halo. And so like Jay Fry said, he's our constant. Yeah. He like got, anytime he got, you're doing testing of anything, he got to test the very first prototype of Phoenix. Yeah. You've got to have a right. constant, you know, where, you know, then you have your variables. Yeah. So they want Scott Dixon to be the one guy who follows through the entire process uh-huh. of this testing, which it uh, makes sense. It's, it's Scott Dixon. Yes. Okay. But where other teams got kind of pissed off is, You've got the big three that are going to be doing testing. They're obviously going to be getting data, uh-huh. okay, which is going to give them a leg up because with the, with, with the way IndyCar testing restrictions work, these other teams are probably not going to be able to, to even start testing the, the aero screen until January. Yeah. 
Okay. For sure. So they're going to be behind. Now, Jay Fry in this article counters that by saying, we're going to treat this the same way we did with the the updated uh, arrow, arrow kit, kit. Okay. right? Which every team is welcome to come to the test. Any team can have representatives at the test. They will be um, given the data. They will be shown the data. The data will be taken by IndyCar and given to Chevrolet and to Honda. For them to give out. And then Honda will distribute out the information to its teams. So he was saying that that is the exact same way that the – so arrow, it works arrows. But if you remember correctly, they did the same thing when they tested the arrow kit, right? Uh-huh. They had like they 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 had a couple drivers. I think it was Juan Pablo. Juan Pablo was the Chevy guy, and, and Oro Servia was the right. Honda guy. So, but they did the same thing to where, like Ray Hall never was Ray Hall's team never got to test, uh-huh. right? And here again, they don't get to test. Um. You know, Schmidt-Peterson's team never got to test. Here again, they don't get to test, right? I don't. I just don't understand why. And I guess Jay Fry says that it's it's this is the way he explains it: is these teams have to take a chassis and put the arrow screen onto the chassis, right? Permanently. Okay. It's not like it's just a you show up to the track and we're going to bolt it on. So, but. I don't, you know, you're telling me that Ray Hall or Ed Carpenter or Schmidt Peterson, McLaren, you know, I would, agree with you. wouldn't do that. You don't think they would, they would, hey, okay, hell, let's put it on here. Let's just get going. I agree with you. You know, so I just don't understand why IndyCar doesn't save themselves some issues and just let everyone test and just say, okay, well, I don't know if you just have everyone test, but. Well, if you want to test, you can. You say, okay, at this test, we're going to have Scott Dixon and Will Power. Okay. Okay, that's Ganassi and Penske. At the next test, we're going to have uh, Graham Ray Hall and James Hinchcliffe. Right? And at the third test, if you want Dixon back in there, then you bring in Scott Dixon and you bring in Ed Carpenter or you bring in Spencer Piggott. Right. Or somebody to the, you know, or you bring in, you know, Colton Herta. For an Andretti guy, a or Sebastian Rossi, Bordet. you know, or Sebastian, or so you know, I don't, you know, or maybe you have three cars out there, or four cars out there testing. Right. I don't know. It just seems like they could save themselves some headache if they would just include more people than the big three. Right. Yeah, you're probably right. Because uh, um, perception is reality. Right. Right. How you perceive something is the way you think it's happening. And if these guys are perceiving like they're getting the shaft, mm-hmm. then in their brain, they're getting the they're shaft. Getting the shaft. It doesn't matter what Jay Fry says. He can explain it away all he wants in this article. You're exactly right. He can explain it away to their face. And they're going to walk away saying, we're getting shafted. So just do everybody a favor and include some more people. Mm-hmm. You I know? agree with you. Other than that, you know, it's just crazy. So... Well, having said that, that's all I got on the arrow screen. Well, what's your thoughts on the arrow screen? What do you really think about it? What do you think about it from a look standpoint? And what do you think about it from a performance standpoint? I mean, obviously, um, we all know it's it's the arrow screen is there to, to, to as a safety feature. And right. can, no, can 
not anybody argue the fact. Oh yeah, that for sure. That's not a good thing. For sure. I wish they would have gone with the original design. Right. That they made, like Scott Dixon tested a Phoenix that one time a while back. I think, I think that made it. It looks. It was sleeker. I think it looked better. I think that's the thing that I don't like about it. Um, from a look standpoint, is the angle right. compared to the angle of the nose of the car. I think it, 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 I don't know. I'd rather see it come back. Hell at this point, man, I just rather, I just rather put a damn canopy on the thing, <laughs> you know, and make it look like an F 16, right. you know? And I mean, I think that would look badass. And if they're really wanting to do something like that, I mean, they could have figured that out, but I don't think it looks terrible. Honestly, I think when it first came out, I was one of the, few people that was like i don't think it's that bad you right. know i think it looks semi cool um i could have done without the halo part of it but i think adding the w- actual windscreen helps the eye appeal a little bit i think it makes it a little more appealing to the eye instead of just having the halo like f1 did we'll see what teams do with it too and i think i understand why you do the halo because i think it's more sturdy yeah. Right, I think it is going to be a little more sturdy. Um, but I think you also just have to wait and see from a look standpoint. Like, what do teams yeah. do with the halo portion of it? Yeah. Or can they do some? Can is that something that can change? Right. Because like in F one, they paint it. Yeah, they put their Twitter handles on it. They put sponsors look like on it. Their car, right? So it kind of blends in with the car almost, yeah. right? Yeah. Does Indy can IndyCar do that because of the because so. of the aero screen that's on the on the halo? Like, does that come off? Like, how does this all work? Right, we'll find out. And then the interesting part with this whole thing is going to be the tariffs. Well, yeah, that'll be that'll be probably the biggest concern with it. Is I mean, you see how often those guys are using tear offs on their helmet, right? I mean, you they're using it all the time, right? And then you just sitting here and you can't use a tear off until your next pick stop, like it's impossible. Well, it's like NASCAR, that's what NASCAR does. Well, it is, but I mean, they've got tear offs on their windshield, and they and they you know, that's the next time that they get a clean windshield is when they come in to pit, you know, you see that guy go out there, and whoosh, it'll there make. It It'll probably make for not longer, longer pit stops, but maybe a second, maybe a second and a half. Well, I don't know. It's either going to be they're going to have to allow one more person over the wall. Yes, I agree. I think that's what you should do. Right. They're going to have to allow one more. Or person it's just going to be wall. have the the front right tire or the right. But I mean, I mean, they got they got change tire, possibly change wing angles and stuff. I mean, and it's, you're talking about you know I don't know. Do they allow? One more person over the wall for the sole purpose of <laughs> ripping off the tear off. I don't know. I I don't think it'd be that big of an issue if if so, you just leave the same amount of people. If so, there's another spot on a pit crew that you could possibly do. <laughs> so if there's any teams out there listening right. and you need a good tear off guy for next year, Ryan Spangler's your I'll dude. I'll tear that shit off your right. screen be, all day long, be baby. Nice, dude. Uh, I'll be the fastest one screen tear there is. Um, so anyways, that that's aero screen. 
um, be interesting. I mean, October second is not too far away from us. No, that's so it's, it's two be, weeks from today. It'll be interesting to to. You'll have on spot reporting from see. the Ryan Spangler of the Around the Outside IndyCar Podcast Show. See how that goes and see how that looks and. Uh, you know, there'll be other people there getting video. And I might even have to do a live stream from our Twitter. That'd, that'd be all right. That'd be all right. So, so anyways, I think that's going to wrap up this episode, which is... Uh, episode 11. Episode 11. Um, so, so, again, we appreciate the support. That we do. Um, keep on listening. Keep on telling your friends about us. Uh, our numbers keep going up, and man, that's awesome. Our we numbers are really good this we week. Couldn't be, we, we had couldn't really be good more, listeners this week. We couldn't be more pleased. So, uh, we really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, you, you don't even know. Again, we've got merchandise on Teespring. Yeah, uh, it's teespring.com, and it's you just search for around the outside. Um, uh, again, I think we got one of the coolest logos going out there. I so, completely um, agree. If you want to rep around the outside, get on teespring.com, buy us some merch and uh, uh go from there but other than that we'll look forward to coming at you again next week um uh-huh. with another segment we'll know who our champion is and then we will officially be in the indy car off in the six month long indy car off season which is way too long Very true. but i'm sure we're going to have plenty of time to be bitching about that in our in our upcoming and uh, I, yeah man i am sure we will have plenty of news to go over so even in the off season uh enjoy the race this weekend uh root for your favorite dudes uh go bet on your favorite guys and uh we'll see you On the other side, we're out. Thank you for listening.